The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on ninety seven five Glory FM. And hi everyone, welcome once again to High School Basketball on ninety seven five Glory FM, along with Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here from Lincoln Trail Court and North Hall High School in Gainesville. Nathan Laddie, our producer, back in our studios. As we bring you Friday night high school basketball one more time during the regular season. Next Friday night will be in the postseason. We'll be with you for the Region 8 Quad A North Sub Region playoffs. We'll tell you more about that throughout our broadcast this evening here as we get ready for this matchup between the East for South Broncos and the North Hall Trojans and a big Region 8 Quad A North Sub Region doubleheader. Girls are out there getting ready for this ball game. Joe, looking forward to seeing an old familiar face, Reed Tipton, and his Lady Broncos back here. At North Hall, the boys' ball game. Jay Bernie, the former head coach of Flyer Branch's boys, he's a first-year coach at East Forsyth. Yeah, and it'd be fun to see both of them. Let's talk to Reed just for a moment down as I was down getting uh, lineups tonight. And uh, be fun tonight for him. I tell you what, this is a big ball game here. The last Friday night of the regular season, Mike, still in the sub-region right now in the crossover games next week. But North Hall sits at 5-4 and four and, and third in the north side. And East Forsyth is fourth in the north. And this could flip it around as East Forsyth were to win tonight. They're tied uh, and split the regular season, so they have to start working down the tiebreaker list to see what happened from there. And uh, I tell you what, it's, uh, it, it could be something that's uh, East Versailles 7 and 6 overall, North Hall's 10 and 4 overall in the region. So that gives them advantage. They'd probably see them at third if, if East Versailles were to pull off the win. But you know, you, you, in the emails that you sent me with starters and everything, I wondered who the four starters were that uh, were out with season in the injuries. And you remember you remember the, the last names, Hittema and Rouse. Correct. Those, those are two of the ones, that, one with a knee and one with an elbow. And uh, two other girls, one a freshman and another one's a sophomore that are out this year. And he said, he, Coach Reed was telling me, he said, that's about, uh, about 75 points a game sitting on the bench. And he said, that's tough right there for sure. No doubt about it. His first year at East or South, he was assistant here at North Hall before Going to East, it's going to be a great opportunity, I think, for Reed Tipton. I think it will. He's got some really good athletes over there. He's going to build for South County. He's known for good basketball anyway. And up in that area, they're able to pull some from some other areas, I think. You know, as we've talked about East for size, the school's out in the middle of the country. Uh, so folks that want, want, still want a piece of farmland, that's a good place to get it and be able to send your kids to, to a good school over there with East for size. And of course, with the gathering coming in, that's going to be the biggest things. But oh you know. yeah, that's it's going to that's going to build up a sport that I never thought we'd see, and that's that's the hockey up in this area. And I heard that uh, uh, getting off topic here, but I heard that the, the South County Commission said we'll give you we'll pledge four hundred million dollars if there is a professional hockey team. So that's the big if right now. Right, there's thirty two teams in the NHL, so one's got to move. They're not going to go past thirty two. I know. And the big right. question is with. The Arizona Coyotes move to Forsyth County because that's going to be the sticking point in the gathering, and there won't be as much development take place there until that facility is at least on the drawing board is being built. Exactly. So we have to wait and see what's going on. So, but a big game nonetheless here for, for all four of these teams. You know, we get to see two first-year head coaches for East Forsyth now. Coach Ethan, uh, Jay Bernie has been a head coach before. We saw him at Flower Branch last time. 
the coach Reed Tipton, his first year as a head coach at East Forsyth. And, you know, North Hall struggled there last time out when we had them. And it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Now, Carly Bowman is back tonight. And if Carly has a pretty good game, now, I was talking to the assistant to Coach Satterfield a few minutes ago for North Hall, and she said she's back, but she don't know if she's 100% yet getting over that cold that she had. So if she's back and healthy, it might make a difference. But, you know, for East Forsyth, they're a, a 10 or they're 12 and 11 overall and 4 and a 5, so they're not playing bad, but they're just missing a few key pieces this year. And with North Hall, they had a, a horrible start the other night. And that's what really hurt them losing that ball game against Cherokee Butch, which, which you heard right here on 97.5 Glory FM. Coming up next, we'll preview tonight's ball game. It's East for South and North Hall. We're counting a tip off on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And back at North Hall, along with Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here on 97.5 Glory FM. These two teams, though, they're playing on Tuesday cross-region matchups. North Hall will be at Walnut Grove. Second year will take on East for South. Then they know they're playing next Friday in the opening round of the Region 8 Quality North Playoffs. We'll have those for you right here on 97.5 Glory FM. The big thing is North Hall, for example, they want home court advantage here next Friday, Joe. Exactly. That's why tonight is such a big game. If they win tonight, you know, it, it takes any tiebreaker out of the equation at all because they win it outright and wind up being being in the second place without a problem. And East for South, they're fighting, trying to scrap in there and see what happens. You know, I mean, they, they could they could claw out a win tonight. You know, that was moving from fourth into the third place. And let's see what might happen. I mean, it, it uh, you know, North Hall definitely wants that spot where they can host. That's for sure. What North Hall found out Tuesday, for example, is that. It's still everything revolves around Athens of Ox Havana, mm-hmm. but it's the other players who had to really get going, especially underneath them. They've got the advantage of Zora Goss, uh, the freshman, has a great year. Then get Jensen Satterfield involved also, and then see what the outside shooting you could do tonight. If it gets viral there with 
you know, the girls out there who can hit three-pointers for North mm-hmm. Hall. Exactly. The other night, you know, uh, um, Athena uh, didn't really score a lot the other night. And they they uh, relied on some other folks. They finally got going there in the second half. And Barn Hemmer, uh, Braylon McCall, I think, hit three or four threes. Athena hit, finally hit a couple. Um, Martha Voxabano said, I think, hit one. And, and that's what got them back in the game, if you will. But then, you know, just the all-in-all talent um, won that game for uh, Cherokee Bluff on Tuesday night. But having Carly Bowen back tonight to kind of lead the floor for him, I think is going to help him. Um, Eve Taylor still isn't back. So we'll see what happens with see how healthy Carly is tonight. Well, again, I think the first quarter is so important for Coach Eric Eric and his Lady Troses. Oh, it is. I think the first quarter kind of tells them. I mean, they, they dug themselves a hole the other night, couldn't score. You know, got behind 18-4 to four after one quarter to a good Cherokee Bluff team, and they can't afford to do that tonight. You know, now, the thing about it is East Forsyth, and we talk about the four players that Coach Tipton's missing. He's still got some players in there. Ava Brundage played a key role last year. Norris Wofford, we saw her. She can play. Isla Hurd, she can hurt and can play. So, I mean, he's got some girls in there that can still play for him and score for him. And they've won 12 games, so you know they can play. Remember, we saw them in the Region 8 Quad A Championship last yeah. year, losing to Chesapeake, heading on to the state playoffs as the number two team mm-hmm. out of Region 8 Quad A. Coming up next, we'll bring you the starting lineups. Get ready for the tip-off. It is North Hall and East Forsyth here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. 
They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken! Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. It's time for the tip-off of Friday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. And the end of the national anthem playing here at North Hall High School. As we'll now take a seat and get ready for the starting lineups. And with those, here's Joe Gailey. Thank you, Mike. As I sit back down here, get comfortable for a little while. East Forsyth, the Lady Broncos, 12 and 11, 4 and 5 in the sub-region. Coach Reed Tipton, first year as head coach for the Lady Broncos. They'll be wearing rolled navy with gray trimmed in orange. Those are their colors, navy and orange. They'll start a junior, number three, Ava Brundage, a senior. Number four, Nora Swafford, a senior. Number 14, Kendall Parks, a junior. Number 15, Isla Hurd, and a senior. Number 23, Abby Smilnack. For North Hall, they're in their traditional home white with the green trimmed in black num- numbers and names. They are 15 and 7 overall, 5 and 4 in 8 4A North. Coach Eric Herrick is the head coach. They'll start a senior, number five, Carly Bowen. A junior, number 10, Genesis Satterfield. A senior, number 11, Braylon McCall. A senior, number 15, Athena Voxavanos. And a freshman, number 33, Zara Goss. East Forsyth will be going from the parking lot towards the old gym here in the first half. I'm getting giving them the picture like you and I would see it. <laughs> And then North Hall will be going from the old gym towards the parking lot here in the first half. I know that Coach Harris has got to be glad not to have Carly back tonight. That's his main ball handler. That'll take a little relief off of Braylon and Athens as far as getting the ball up into the front court and getting the offense set. So we'll see how that goes for them tonight as they finish announcing the starting lineups. If North Hall knows the importance of his ball game, Joe, they know they need to win this game to play another game here at Lincoln Trail Court coming up next week. If not, they'll be on the road. Exactly. Huge game for them here tonight. Um, and I think that that's one of those things as a head coach, you kind of flip a coin. Do you mention it? Do you not mention it? If you mention it, is it too much pressure on the girls? You know, that kind of back and forth. I think they understand it. If it keeps Most coaches keep that kind of stuff on the, on the board in the locker room, and everybody kind of knows where everybody is. Hey, so. It all comes down to the point. Have fun and just do what you've been taught all season long and just go with it. Exactly right. Genesis Satterfield will jump it up for the Lady Trojans, and number 15, Isla Hurd, will jump it up for the Lady Broncos. Officials are signed by the Georgia Mountain Officials Association. Bounces the basketball a couple of times, making sure everybody's set. 
There's a toss, tip back without any hesitation. Genesis wins it back to Carly Bowen. Carly brings it into the front court, hands it over to Braylon McCall on the right side. Braylon dribbles on the right wing. She goes, tries to get down to Genesis, tipped out of bounds from behind by number 23, Abby Smilnack. And it'll be North Hall's basketball with 24 on the shot clock. They throw it inside. They try to get over to Genesis on the far side. She gets it, and they get it outside to Zara, way outside. Zara waiting to get it to somebody. She dribbles, throws it over the top to Carly Bowen with 15. Carly in the corner to Braylon for three. No good. Long. Genesis grabs it. And smell that right there to force the hell ball. It'll be East Forsyth basketball. 7.34 in the quarter. No score. <coughs> East Forsyth with their first possession. They bring it up more Swalford, the left-hander. Brings it into the front court. Swalford gives it over to Grundage. Grundage almost loses control. That's McCall gets on the ground after it forces a hell ball between her and Grundage, and it'll be North Hall's basketball. Good hustle by Braylon McCall out there to force the hell ball, Mike. Both hell balls definitely technically turnovers for both teams to start things off tonight. That is correct. All right, McCall has it on the far side, left wing. Picks the dribble up, and then come back over here to Athena. Athena in the corner to Carly. Carly, right side, throws it cross court to Braylon. Braylon goes inside to Genesis, goes up for a shot. No good, but she's fouled by Smilnack as she went up for the shot. And she caught it that time. Instead of putting it on the floor, she just caught it and went straight up, and that forced Smilnack to come over there and hit her on the arm as she went up. So Genesis will be at the line for two shots for North Hall. No score, 7-0-7 here in the first half. First quarter, excuse me. First free throws up, short. Free throws are a big thing, too, Nike. I think we recorded the other night if North Hall had hit um, about eight or nine more free throws, they could have won that ball game the other yep, night. And that's been a big sticking point for them so far this season. Second one's short. Wow. Come down to East or South, they'll bring it up. Isla Hurd has the basketball. Hurd dribbles from left to right. She has it between the circles against Athena. Hurd goes in. She wants to throw one up awkwardly. Comes out of her hands, and Goss comes away with it. Gives it over to Bowen. Bowen runs it up to the right side. Bowen all the way down, gives it in the corner to Braylon. Braylon crosses over on the far side, threw it really too far. Got by Voxavanos, and it comes over there to Brundage, who brings it all the way up. Now Swafford has it, and I think we've got a foul on the baseline. On It's going to be on Carly Bowen with a pushing foul. And Swafford came away with the ball down there on the far end. We saw several fouls underneath the this past Tuesday, they played Cherokee, mm. but a lot of those were and ones. Yep. That one gets not out there. There's going to be another quick one on Carly Bowen. I don't necessarily agree with that. And she's got her hand out there. She's not holding anybody. The ball just kind of hit off of her and the offensive girl at the same time. That's going to be two on Carly Bowen. Martha Vachelanos has to come in the game with a minute and 25 seconds gone in the first quarter. So Carl didn't play long tonight. No. Now they'll throw it in. He's side. Heard gets it in to Swafford. Swaffer's going to take it all the way in. Gets blocked out of her hands and off of her hand out of bounds. Good job by Martha Boxavanos to react and slapped it down right back into her hand out of bounds. Braylon McCall gets it into Martha V. Martha will bring it across midcourt right square in the middle of the court. 6.23 in the quarter. Ironically, no score after almost two minutes. McCall gets it down with the block to Genesis. She goes up for a shot, throws it and goes up and over the top of the backboard. And it'll be out of bounds to East Forsyth. So Kendall Parks will come out, and Presley Downs, a sophomore, will come in for Coach Reed Tipton. Nora Swafford brings it up. The left-hander 
Gives it back over to her. Her tries to go in the middle to Smilak, and it's knocked out of bounds by Satterfield, and it'll be East Precise basketball with 6.01 here in the first quarter. <coughs> Smilak gets it in on the far side, dribbles with the left hand, goes up a little awkward, left handed shot on the far side. East Precise comes down with a rebound. That was Hurd. She went right back up and got fouled. Foul's going to be on number. 11, Braylon McCall. I mean, Braylon's first. And do again, an offensive rebound by mm -hmm. the opposition. Yep. Saw a lot of those the other night, didn't we? First free throws up and good. Rolls it right off the front of the rim, top uh, of the rim. The games of North Hall's losses, as you and I have seen, have been one of the main reasons right there we get offensive rebounds. Offensive rebounds, exactly right. Second free throw by Hurd is up. Good. 2 nothing now, your score. Finally got a score with 5.56 here in the first quarter. North Hall gets an inbounds. Athena throws it into Martha. Martha back to Athena. Athena brings it into the front court. Athena dribbles with the left hand down the left side. She tries to take it all the way and kicks it out to Braylon, who'll shoot another three. There's a Chris McCall, really three to start things off for Braylon McCall. 5.41 in the first quarter. North Hall's first points, 3-2. Lady Trojans with the lead. Swafford gives it back to her. To Brundage. Brundage goes to the other side, tipped away by McCall out of bounds. It'll be East for South basketball with 25 on the shot clock. Good hustle by Braylon there again on the baseline. Mm -hmm. that tip out. Downs gets it in to Hurt. Hurt has it out front. Gives it back to Downs. Downs looking, looking. She's guarded really nicely on the elbow there. She threw it over to Brundage. Brundage almost lost control. Then they get to Swafford. Swafford's fouled. By Martha Voxavanos. Well, can you tell the philosophy of Coach Reed Tipton? <coughs> yep. Go inside, go in the paint. Yep. They get way outside on that one. I don't think you had to. I know, I know you don't want to let them try to run the offense, but you foul them that far away from the basket. Ooh, wee. They get it into Hurd. Hurd has the basketball with 20, 25, that's down to 20. Shot on the far side, a three pointer is knocked down. Good by Abby Smilnack. 5-3, your score now. Five minutes left in the quarter. And that's that question. They do have a three-point threat out there. Braylon with a high arching three, and Genesis gets the offensive rebound, goes up, and knocks it down for the two. 5-5, five, five, your score is tied at 448 in the quarter. Swafford brings it up for the left hand in a hurry. She's going to take it all the way in. You no, know, she's going to have a travel call, and she got down there and changed pivot foot. She got down there. She, when she stopped, she wanted to turn her back to the basket, which she did, but she moved that other that pivot foot. When she did, she traveled with a basketball. That's when you try to turn your back like that. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Get the new person in the game for East Forsyth here in a second. As Voxavanos, Athena has it, almost knocked loose. It is knocked loose. That's going to be a hell ball between Parks and Zara Goss of North Hall. And another hell ball will be East Forsyth basketball. Third hill ball of the quarter. Yep. They bring it up. Hurd has the basketball. She brings it into the front court, guarded by Athena. She's going to be an offensive foul on Athena. Referee's signal was basically, you gave her a hug and you can't do that. He comes over and says, foul's on number 15. And it will be, she's going to say she was shooting the basketball. I didn't see that part of it. But she will be at the line, Isla Will, to suit two. With a score tied at five, 419 in the quarter. Free throws good. And we saw that last year with East Forsyth. They shot a lot of free throws and they were very successful with their free throw shooting last year. 
Her second free throw is up. Good. Is that four out of four now? Yes, it is. Yes. Martha V brings it up in a hurry from McCall. Right in the middle of the court, drifts over to the right, gives it to McCall on the right wing. McCall wants to go inside, does to Goss. Goss had a wide open 14-footer, kind of hesitated, shot it anyway, off the mark, no good. Rebounded by Brundage. Brundage gives it over to Isla. Hurd brings it up the left side. Hurd gets it over to the far side to Downs. Downs looking to go down low. She throws it way back up. Intercepted by Genesis Satterfield. Genesis will hold up. She's going to give it to somebody. She gives it to Martha V. Martha brings it up in the corner to Braylon for three. No good. Rebound's going to be knocked out of bounds off of East Forsyth. Thought it might have went off Genesis. They're going to say, no, it went off of East Forsyth right there. Abby Smilnack will come back in. She's going to come in for Ava Brundage. Braylon McCall will take it out with 345 in the quarter. Now Braylon waiting. Nice pass right into Genesis. She got pushed down. And they're going to have a foul on number... 15, Isla Hurd as it came across. Good position by Genesis right there. She got in front of her, and when she fell, it probably looked like a foul to the referee. Braylon throws it over the top, gets it into Martha V. Martha's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebound by number 24. That's Presley Downs. Downs gets it over to Hurd. Hurd will bring the ball up with 3.36 in the quarter. Hurd brings it up in the middle of the floor, top of the key. Gets it over here to this side to smell that. Smilnack has it, goes the far side to Downs. Downs in the corner, gives it over to Parks. Parks this side to Hurd. Hurd's going to shoot a three. It's off. Rebounded by McCall. McCall in a hurry to Athena. Athena all along. Come down. One girl catches her, goes up three, and good, and one. Girl followed her up the floor. Fouls on number 15, Isla Hurd. If I read that correctly, that'd be two. Sure would be. Two straight fouls on Isla. And the free throw, the layup was good. And she'll be at the line to shoot one to give North Hall a one-point advantage. So Lauren Hemmer will come in. She's going to come in for Zara Goss. And Ava Brundage is going to come in for their number four, Nora Swafford. That's interesting. I'm like you. I kind of thought she was going to come in for her back there. Free throw is good. 8-7 now. North Hall with a slim one-point lead. 3-17 in the first. Throw it in. Tipped away. Martha V comes away with it. Gives it over to Hemmer. Hemmer to to Satterfield, to Athena for a long three, no good. Rebounded by Martha for a two, good. 10-7, good ball movement, but I tell you what, as soon as Martha caught it down there, she should have shot it. She was about four feet from the basket, and we got a timeout called. 32nd by Reed Tipton. And there again, a second chance opportunity for North Hall. That's two here in the quarter. Give yep. them points here in the first quarter, which they definitely need. That's for sure. Uh, North Swafford is going to come right back in. For Coach Reed Tipton. So North Hall taking advantage of those offensive rebounds there. Mike they're able to get, a, get them with a, a slim three-point lead here early. Well, in the first, first of the game. Three minutes left here in the first quarter. In the sub-region this evening is East Hall playing host to Johnson. Cherokee Bluff is at home against Chesapeake in that battle of one versus yeah. two. They'll finish that way with the Lady War Eagles one. And it will be Cherokee Bluff number two. They'll get a first-round bye. And they'll be at home in the... Semi, uh, semifinals of the tournament coming up on Monday the 12th of February week from Monday let's see Baylor McCall will take will have to go all the way down you know it's going to be Ava Brundage going to take it out for East Forsyth Brundage triggered out we got everybody ready officials are kind of what they're waiting on 
I got two out of three officials ready. Oh, they're cleaning up water in front of North Hall's bench. I was like, where's my other official? He's down here helping them wipe up water in front of the North Hall bench. They had a spill during the timeout. And it's not a rule, but it's a guideline. There's not supposed to be any water on the edge of the court. Only during full timeouts can they have it there on the bench. They inevitably bring it out, and if there's a spill right there on the edge, then you can't, you got, can't play until it's mopped up. All right, it's cleaned up. They're ready to play. East Forsyth will throw it in. That's going to be Brundage. Brundage almost had it, and there's going to be a jump ball. Good job by Martha Voxavanos to force that, force that ball. They got it into Hurd. The way Hurd caught it, Martha was able to reach right there and grab it with both hands to force the hell ball. Nice job. North Hall will throw it in. Oh, good job by East Forsyth. They knocked it away, but North Hall re-catches it there. Back to McCall. McCall out to Voxavano, slopping with the basketball. It's going to be Athena down to Genesis, knocked away. East Forsyth will have control. It will be a out-of-bounds off of North Hall, and will be East Forsyth basketball. Pretty sloppy out in front right there yep, that time. Not, not, not taking care of the basketball at all. <clears throat> Threw that in the way and didn't really have to. Just slow it down a little bit. East Forsyth gets it on the far side. It's going to be Brundage. Brings it up on the right side. She gets it back to her. Her is the main ball handler here. She'll bring it up. Passes it out here to Smilmack. Smilmack, now they're doing a little low. Give it over to Swafford. Left hand layup, no good. Rebound by McCall. She got the easy, got the, the wide open look there. Just couldn't get the shot to go down. Athena has it, and we've got Athena stepping on the sideline out of bounds. And Coach Herrick saying, was she out of bounds? Says, yes, she was. You practiced on the court all, all week long. Looks like you know where the out of bounds line is. I'm sorry. Come down. That's going to be Swafford with a little floater with the left hand off the backboard. Good. Ten to nine now. Two seventeen in the quarter. Athena brings it up in the front court. And Martha. Martha over to Hemmer. Hemmer back to Martha. Martha back to Hemmer. Left wing shot. No good. A little long. Athena comes down with a rebound. And she is hit from behind. By East Forsyth, foul's going to be on number four, Nora Swafford. And I think that's two on Nora, and they'll be, that's just the fourth team foul, so they won't be at the line yet. North Hall with five. Goss going to come back in for Martha V. That's offensive defense. Coming in for Genesis, actually. Those Carly Bowens come back in for Martha V. She's got to play <laughs> carefully now. <coughs> yep, can't play as aggressive with two fouls. Braylon McCall with the basketball. Braylon, 25 on the shot clock. Plenty of time once they get it in bounds. Gets it into Athens. Athens is going to shoot a three. No good all along. Gets it over to Braylon. Way outside. Back to Carly. Carly with 20 on the shot clock to Lauren. To Braylon in the corner. Braylon three. No good rim. Lauren Hemmer gets it. Lauren goes inside to Zara. Too good. Nice job. She saw Zara had her posted up really low. Nobody in between her and the basket. She's able to get it. Go for the left hand and get the layup. 12-9. Lady Trojans with the lead. Heard goes in the corner to Smilnack for three. Go Smilnack, Abby Smilnack, number 23, a senior, knocks it down. She's a three-point threat for East Forsyth. Tied at 12, 130 in the quarter. Michael Carly Bourne way out front with 26 on the shot clock. Lauren Hemmer has it on the left wing. Lauren looking gets it over to this side to Braylon. Braylon over here to Carly McCall. Carly get bounce pass down to Zara. Zara's trapped in there. She gets it back out. Thought she might have walked with it. It's going to be a backcourter out of bounds. Either way, she throws. Oh, it's going to be off of East Forsyth. Wow. Okay. East Fender's <laughs> Coach Tipton's saying nobody touched it. With you. How, how did that happen? Yeah, Coach Tipton's arguing nobody touched it. So is East Forsyth, folks. I kind of agree, but North Hall got the ball. The official was right there looking into it. 
So East Forsyth, or North Hall, comes away with it. Half in the box of Mono, so has the basketball. She gives it in the corner to Carly. Carly Boyne dribbles baseline, kicks it out there to Braylon for three. No good. It bounces off the rim three times. Comes down. It's going to be another hell ball as Abby. Nope, that was Presley. Presley Downs came down with it. Forced hell ball by half in the box of Mono. North Hall's basketball again with 50 seconds at 25. Now the shot clock folks are wanting to know, okay, what does it do? Just reset. Because you had the reset on the missed shot to 25. Then North Hall gets possession. Does it reset to 35 or 25? I'm going to guess 25, but I could be wrong and have been before. They are discussing it. Yeah, I go back to they've been discussing after that play went out of bounds and a bad break for the East team. Right. Well, on that one, it wouldn't reset because if it did not, if, right. if they didn't gain control, it would have been at the 22nd, which it was at. But I, I see what you're saying. And no, if you had no, no, replay, they, they're, they're discussing this one. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying. Now they're going to bring one of the other officials over and discuss the same thing. Coach Tipton. <laughs> Easing over to the school table. I'll tell you something. What you're going to end up seeing, Joe, you're going to see a video camera down there, a video monitor, I should say. You're going to see all these games video. Then go at very thing as we see at North Georgia. Let's go to the video replay and see how much time was on that clock. Let's have a camera right on that shot clock yep. the entire time. It's okay. Here's what we can do. Well, and, and when that happens, the games are going to wind up being three hours long per game. And we'll start at 6 and be through by midnight again, on Tuesday night. Again, excuse me, <laughs> but blame AEU. Yep, That's exactly. why we have a shot clock right now. Yeah, I agree. And with all due respect to my friend Joe Dix, I know Joe's one of the people who are really pushing for this thing. But we have seen so many problems with the shot clock now. Well, I mean, I understand what they're talking about. And it's a discussion, I think, it's between 25 and 35, okay? So what happened is they North Hall got a shot. They got the rebound. And it would have reset to 25. Then there was another shot. Then it came down and was, and East Forsyth got the ball, but then it was a forced, then it was a hell ball. So East Forsyth had it split second, then a hell ball, a forced jump ball, which would have made it 35. And I, I, so I think 35 is the correct answer, but you have both head coaches and all three officials discussing it now. One official's got his head down like he really didn't want to be in that discussion, but he, but he is. And I've been in those discussions for why am I over here? <laughs> We're glad you're here right here on 97.5 Glory FM as we've been with you since the middle of November bringing you high school basketball action. It's been amazing. It's almost been three months, Joe. Yeah, and you have. I mean, it's, it, once we get started, it seems like it rolls along. Boom, 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 boom. They've got it settled. 50 seconds and... Now, that can't be right. The shot clock can't be off with 50 whole seconds left. No, you can't play yet. It's got to have some time on the shot clock because you've got 50 whole seconds left. Letting that, that, and you think about how important is that 35 or 25 going to be this, this and, ball game? They're not putting shot clock time up there, Mike. It's got 50 seconds is all that's up there. So they got 50 seconds it could run it. Zara Goss gets the pass down long, back out to Carly. Carly's going to shoot a three long, no good. Rebounded inside, tipped away. Genesis gets it, throws it up, no good. Rebound on the far side, and it's going to be a foul on North Hall. I think it's going against Athena. It is, and it'll be East for South basketball with 37.2. So I don't know if the shot clock, the shot clock might have messed up, Mike. That might be why it's off. That's Seriously. what you need to be keeping it then. Yeah. 
That might be what's going on. So Eversight's going to go down and shoot two on the other end, and there'll be no uh, no shot clock here. Because I see Athletic Director Sam Borg talking and a couple of other technical people down there trying to figure it out. <coughs> so that may be what happened is the <coughs> shot clock is messed up. Well, again, I mentioned with Nathan about you have wireless technology here at North Hall. We know how it is here at North Hall, too. Mm -hmm. First free throw is good. And they're still perfect five for five here in the first quarter of play. Right. Ava Brundage trying to put them up two, 13 to 12, trying to make a 14 to 12. And they do, 14 to 12 now. North Hall with the basketball, 37 seconds left here in the first quarter. Carly Bowen brings it up. She'll dribble plenty of time. Here's over to Athena. Athena dribble, tries to get down. Knocked away. Good steal over there by Brundage. Brundage gives it to Hurd. Hurd going to bring it up at 21 seconds. Hurd right in the middle of the court. She brings it up here on the left side. Gives it over to Smilnack. Now back up front to Swafford. To over to Downs for a three. It's no good. Rebound by Satterfield. <laughs> they give it in a hurry to Athena. Athena's going to give it to Goss. She goes up, stripped away by East Versailles. And there'll be no shot in the quarter. And it's 14-12, Lady Broncos. And we're back in one minute with quarter number two here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. And back here at North Hall, note to the IT Department of Hall County School District, you had to put in dedicated Ethernet lines for all these clocks because the wireless technology just will not work. It won't hold, it won't support all that and all the phones that are out there too, and that's what's killing everything right now. Inbounds from North Hall, Braylon McCall gets an in to... Carly Bowen. Bowen will bring it up into the front court, taking her time. Shot clock is back on now. Genesis goes down to Goss. Goss turns, shoots no good. Rebound Patterfield. Good job by Genesis. Athena gets it, and then a foul on Quicklin on number 23, I think. Is that right? Let's try to get the number right. No, it's 24, excuse me. Presley Downs on the far side. That was a quick foul on Presley underneath there. 7.48 in the quarter. Second quarter we're in now. Gets it in to Goss on the far side. Goss looking, gets way outside to Bowen on the left side. Left wing, Carly Bowen. She's going to dribble drive down the left side, kick it outside to Goss on the baseline. Dribbles back out, gives it to Bowen. Bowen, 14-footer, no good. Rebound goes up his fault four. Rebounded in there by number 14, Kendall Parks. Parks throws it cross court, knocked out of bounds. Yeah, going to be knocked out of bounds. I mean, North Hall's basketball. On the far side down there, Baylor McCall will get it in, gets it into Bowen. 
Bowen has a wide open 23-footer. No good. Rebound. Going to be Swalford. Total them out there by Bowen. Bowen out to Athena. Athena, top of the key. Dribble drive. Pulls it back out. Tries to get it over to Carly. Carly, and almost a hell ball. And going to be a hell ball between Carly and number 15, Isla Hurd, right there, Michael. That's about five that we've seen so far in the first mm-hmm. half of play. Yep. 14-12, you score. East Forsyth with the lead. Swafford with the basketball. She'll bring it into the front court. Northall trying to pick up the trap a little, a little higher out front. They throw that one over the top. McCall intercepts. McCall gives it off to Bowen. Bowen will bring it up with the right hand. Gives it over to Athena. Right side, three-pointer long. No good. Rebounded. Goss goes after it. Satterfield goes after it. Be a hell ball as East Forsyth also gets in there after it. That was number 24, Presley Downs, to help force the hell ball. And that one, I think, will be East for size basketball. It's a big thing is right now, this deep into the season, you'll see this team playing better. Yeah. Well, I think they rush a little bit too much. North Hall got the, got the hell ball there. there and get it into Satterfield. Satterfield went up with a shot. No good. Rebounded by East for South. East for South brings it up. Heard with the basketball. Isla goes in the corner. Gives it off to Downs for three. No good. Rebounded by Athena. Athena. Gives it over to Carly Bowen. Almost threw it out of bounds. They're going to call it off on Carly Bowen on the far side. And it will be. <laughs> the warning the coach in North Hall for saying something to the official who was right in front of him right there. So he's giving the official, Coach Harris, a warning right there. Michael? Okay. Must not like whatever he said. <laughs> Does he like anything? Get over to Isla Hurd. Isla Hurd looking from the left side, gets it over here to Brundage, Brundage. Now they get it to the far side to Downs, so she's another three. Yeah, that one goes in and out. It went in and out, popped up, and went right back through. 17 to 12 now. East for side with the lead, 6-13 here in the second quarter. McCall back to Bowen at the top, go to Satterfield. So Satterfield has on the low block, throws it back out to Carly. Carly's going to shoot a three, no good. Rebound, East for side. Parks with the rebound. She's going to give it over to Swafford. Swafford will dribble up with the left hand. Swafford brings it over to this side. Looking, looking, gives it to right there to Hurd. Now they go to the far side. Downs, downs, back out to Hurd outside for three. No good. Rebound going to be by Brundage here for a three. Get back out to Parks. Back over, shot up by Brundage on the far side. No good. Rebound inside. That one's by Swafford. Then she got a shot up, no good, and finally rebounded by Zara Goss. It got tipped around there several times. Nobody had possession. Finally, Northall comes away with it. Now we've got an offensive foul as official underneath. Braylon McCall comes and tries to push her way through to push a player off and roll around for a screen. She just pushed the player off, and the underneath official saw it and said, nope, you can't do that. So Carly Bowen will come out. Zara Goss will come, in, come out. Sally Davidson comes in. And Martha Voxavanos will come back in. 1-3-1 trap now for North Hall to pick him up at midcourt. 17-12 with five minutes. Now we got a travel call on Swafford on the far side. Coach Tipton saw it on the far side. All right, Joe, give you an idea of the difference there. At halftime down at the bluff, Cherokee Bluff 24, Chester T 23 at halftime. Wow, how about that? They start at the same time we did. Wow. They're just playing basketball down there. That's all they're doing. <laughs> Going to hand off from Satterfield to Voxavanos. Athena going to drive to the middle. Nothing there. Threw it outside to Martha. Martha shoots a three. No good. Rebound. Finally caught up to. Looks like by Brundage in there. Brundage gives it over to Parks. Parks is going to dribble up. 
Finally get it to Swafford. Swafford over here to Parks again. Far side to Swafford. Swafford has it. She's going to give it to Brundage. Brundage back to Swafford. Swafford way out front. North Hall's picking him way outside. Going to be tipped away by Satterfield. And then Martha V gets it and goes on the floor and got a timeout as Satterfield had it called by his full timeout called by North Hall. We'll take it with them. We're back in one minute on 97.5 Glory <laughs> FM. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And back here at North Hall, let's see what they get going now. Again, this has been a sloppy first half of play. You like to see both teams play better getting into the state of uh, the region playoffs next week. For sure. We've seen more held balls here in a half than we normally see in a ball game, sometimes two ball games. Martha Vick gives it inside to Sally. Sally, nice spin move, but doesn't make the shot, but she gets fouled. Foul's going to be on 23, Abby Smilnack. Nice job by Sally, though. She took it, bounced it, faked to the right, went back to the left, and went up strong and got fouled. Good job by Sally Davidson right there. She'll shoot two, 17 to 12. Been that way for a couple of minutes now. 4:24 left in the second quarter here from North Hall. First free throw is rolling out, rim rim and out. And North Hall gets that drought again. They just can't score, Joe. <coughs> Brundage will come back in, coming in for Smilnack. Second by Sally Long hits the rim now there by number four Swafford. Swafford comes in a hurry. Nora brings it over to this side, looking to throw it out. She's a cover-up. Good pass over there to Brundage. Brundage kicks it out there to Hurd. Hurd far side to Downs. Downs going to take it. She goes towards the basket, and she's fouled. And she tries to take it towards the basket on the baseline. That's going to be on number 11, Braylon McCall. That's at least two on Braylon. Yep, sure is. Lauren Hemmerl will come in for Braylon McCall. Am I giving you my cough? I don't want to do that. No, not at all. <laughs> They throw it in deep from Hurd over the far side to Swafford for three. The left-hander no good. Rebounded by Forsyth, and that was Parks, but a hell ball forced by Genesis Satterfield. A bit of Forsyth basketball. What I'm seeing for both teams, Mike, the Cardinal scene, you get it and you bring it down here to your waist, Yep. and that's what's happening. They throw it in on the far side. Look at that. Presley Downs lights up a three-pointer and makes it 20-12, to 12, an eight-point advantage for East Forsyth, biggest of the night. And that's four threes for the Lady Broncos. <laughs> 3.50 left here in the first half. Nice move by Genesis, but she did it without the basketball. She lost control. Martha gets the, the benefit that one, reached the benefit. Ball went over to her there on the baseline on the left side, and she was able to knock down a little short jumper, 20-14. to 14. And finally scored. Yep, Swafford over to this side to Brundage. Brundage wanted to run with it and take off with it before she had really control. Foul's going to be on Hemmer. 
And that broke a long drive for the Lady Trojans mm -hmm. with that basket, Joe. Yes, sir, it did. Along about three minutes or so. Like three. <clears throat> Free throw, or uh, excuse me, the shot was long as number three, Brundage, tried to shoot a three-pointer, and she shot it over the top. Satterfield got the rebound, but it was knocked out of bounds from behind. Well, it was 14 to 12. That's the first time they've scored this quarter, Yes, Mike. sir. That's why I'm saying yeah. long drive, buddy. <laughs> Four and a half minutes. Yeah. Sloppy on the far side, and it looks like Easterside knew what they were doing as Downs gets the benefit of that one. She steals it on the far side, sprints down court, and gets the layup. 22-14. Eight-point lead, 3.05 and a quarter. Lauren Hemmer has the basketball. Bounce pass down to Satterfield on the block. Satterfield, good job by Genesis. She took two big dribbles down there, got her a little bit closer to the basket, went straight up and knocked it down. 22-16 now. Over the top, Swafford to Downs. Downs. Trapped in the corner. That's going to be a hell ball. Good job by Lauren Hemmer on the far side to put her hand right on top uh, of the basket. I know you see the blind guy here can see it too. You get Satterfield <laughs> down underneath all night long, Joe. Mm -hmm. She did really nice just then, that's for sure. North all inbounds it. Hemmer to Martha V. Martha gives it back to Hemmer to Genesis. Genesis, offensive foul. That's the tough part about that. When you double team, you turn one way and then turn the other. And that time, Hurd took the offensive foul on Genesis Satterfield. Good job by Hurd that time to take the charge. Sally Davidson out and Goss back in for the Trojans. 22-16, 2.37 in the quarter. Swafford kicks it over to Downs. Downs in the middle to Hurd. Comes back to Swafford. Swafford spots up. Shoots a three off the rim. No good rebound. Satterfield. Satterfield gives it to Athena. Athena going to sprint in the front court. Nice no, Martha. Excuse me. Martha has it. Pulls up. Little floater. No good. Rebound. East for side. She's got it low. Trying to rip it across. That was down. She gets it out to Swafford. Swafford one-on-one. -on -one, coming down the other end. Swafford goes up. Offensive foul. And she runs in to Lauren Hemmer. Lauren Emmer takes the offensive foul. Oh, that was a break for North Hall. They had transition game going there, Joe. <laughs> yeah. He should not have gotten an offensive foul on that one. Hemmer <clears throat> did a nice job standing there and, and took it. Give her a stake yep. there for his one mm -hmm. right there instead of getting three charges. Go ahead and give her one. That's right. Now, they were, they were ready to go. They weren't waiting on the official. They picked the ball up and took off. And the middle official said, said hey, we Yeah, they're must, saying all right. Must be a team warning on the orange bench now. I believe that's what the official had. So now we have both teams that have been warned. Nobody can get a technical get out of this ball game, Joe, with one game left in the season. I know it. That goes up the shot. Good job. Genesis was able to look over the top and as Martha cut the back door and got the layup. 22-18. Martha Swafford gets it over to Hurd. Hurd has it. She goes up for a shot and she's fouled. A travel. Before the foul. Well, let me tell you something. Joe and I talked about during the timeout. We said, where are you going to start, stop shooting three-pointers? Mm -hmm. I think that timeout, that's what happened with Coach Eric Herrick. He said, let's go and get side. Got to go inside. You're going to Satterfield right now. Yeah. East Forsyth crowd didn't like that last traveling violation. They go inside to Satterfield. Satterfield has it way up top. She, oh, she beats the girl inside. Got it good. She had it up top. Saw there was an opening. Stepped to the right with a good hard dribble. Went up and got the layup. That's four straight trips for Genesis, buddy. 22 to 20 now, 129 in the quarter. North Hall's cut it to two. Hurd has it out top, way out top. Gives it over the far side to Swafford. Swafford gives it in the corner to Downs. Downs is going to shoot through. No, she didn't. She pulled it back out. She went up and then pulled it back down. They give it over in the corner to Parks. Parks down in the corner. Now she gives it to Swafford, who shot a three. No good. Rebound by Athena. Athena, she'll run it up the right side with 105. 
Athena stutter steps at midcourt. Now she comes back outside to Martha. To Lauren. Lauren will shoot a three. No good. Hit the bottom of the rim out. Now they're going to try and throw back in. North Hall gets the recovery. Athena to Martha. Martha to Zara. Zara has it on her waist. Elbow. Nope. Going to be a foul okay. on number three. Brundage that time. She brought it down. A cardinal sin. You're waiting for it, weren't you? Yep. And she's a freshman, and she'll learn if she get the ball, and you go up high with it automatically. Because girls' hands are so quick now on defense. Yep. And they're looking for it down here. The hand's going to do you popping it up. North Hall had by, down by two with 50 seconds, 25 on the shot clock. Lauren throws it into Athena for two. Good. And we're tied. Right inside the three-point line over there. She hit a two, 22-22. Coach Davenport will join Mike at halftime. 39 seconds left in the first half. And the timeout worked for North Hall. Yep. Oh, good tip out of bounds as Brundage tried to throw it back out to Swafford. And Athena was able to get the quick hands and knock it out of bounds. You love the adjustment made by Eric Herrick mm -hmm. during that timeout. He did out. good. He did good with it, yep. Swafford throws it in. Good job to barely get over to Downs. Downs throws it. And then they throw a bad pass to Athena. Athena with 26. Got all kinds of time. Takes it to the basket, and she's fouled by Isla Hurd. Isla wanted a hell ball, and she gets called for a foul. That's a bad foul on her. That's just two fouls on her. Yep, right here at the break. Coach Reed Tipton's letting him know about it, too. That's a tough one. Now, Coach, I'll say Coach Hurd. Hurd's looking over to Coach yes. Tipton and say, put her hand up. I had the ball, Coach. <laughs> Free throw's good by half of 23-22. 24 seconds left. Shot clock will be off the rest of the half. Half of Voxavanos for one more. Takes the deep knee bends. Shot is up and good. 24-22. 24.2 seconds. Norris Swafford will bring it down the left side, or excuse me, the right side, four east for side. Looking, Zara Goss reached over the top. They're trying to get it to Parks, and Goss got a little overzealous there and reached over Parks and committed the foul, and east for south will be at the line for two with 16.9. And Joe, North Hall's on a 10 nothing run, by the way. That, that far from the basket, you just don't want to make a foul, especially a post player. If you're I, outside the three-point arc. Mm -hmm. First free throw, bounces, bounces, and then off. Hit three times on the rim and then bounced away. That was by Kendall Parks, and Bowen will come in for Hemmer. The last 16.9 offense, defense. Especially when you know a team shooting free throws, you don't want to get a foul outside the arc. Second free throw is good. Exactly right. 24-23. North Hall up by one with 16-9. Needs for side presses. No tip passing. Now Genesis gives it. Genesis will travel. No, she did not travel with the basketball. They thought she did. Oh, nice job. Now we've got a foul. It's going to be a foul on uh, North Hall as somebody moves somebody out of the way. Is either on Athena. Yes, it's called on Athena for moving a player out of the way to allow Genesis to get that easy layup. So he still have one more crack at it here. And I'll have one with 8.6. I'll have a chance to take the lead. In a very long first half. 45, 46 minutes of it. Sure. Far side over Swafford, who'll shoot a three. She knocks it down with point one on the clock. 26-24 at the break. East for side with the lead. And we're back in two minutes for our halftime show on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And back here at Lincoln Trail Court, final Friday night of the regular season for these teams. East for South, the big three-pointer to end the first half. They lead North Hall by a five. score right now. Halftime of 26 to 24 is joining me as always here at North Hall. Those home games is Jarvis Davenport. Boys basketball coach, good to see you, friend. Hey, it's great to be seen. Amen, brother. Always in that standpoint. You're saying it's youth night tonight. Yes, it's uh, you know rec night. We got uh, all the kids that play younger uh, youth programs, basketball wise. They're they're going to be here, and, and right now we got the junior Trojans out here cheering the cheerleaders. So uh, you know it's a busy night tonight. In in between those two things, we're going to try and mix in a couple basketball games if we can. Amen, brother. So we got kids what from uh, Mount Vernon, Walker Mountain, River Bend here tonight. Yes, yes, they're all here. Uh, you know they're going to get to walk out here in, in front of their families and all the guys on the team and all the ladies on the teams. And you know it's just going to be a great night like it always is. You know I, I always tell people about the first time I ever was uh, on a high school basketball. Uh, court when we were playing eighth grade basketball back before, before the junior highs were built mm -hmm. and I was playing River Bend and we had uh, there was five feeder schools back then to North Hall right. and we played a, a tournament on the old gym court there and that was the most amazing thing you know and it wasn't the same as playing right here in front of everybody like this but it was really something for a you know 12 year old kid 13 year old kid to be playing on the big high school court it was really something oh you, you know, felt, you kids felt like, like it was gonna be exciting you felt like it was big time back oh, then. absolutely now, I, I remember doing that too we, we did it over at east hall and uh we, we got to play on the main floor and we thought we were you know we thought we were really good <laughs> <laughs> i remember that that first ball went off the uh the backboard those fiberglass backboards we used to do those, those uh a metal no, aluminum. Metal ones, yeah, it was a big shape. difference, right? Yeah, I'm telling you. It, it really reverberates off that. It sure does. 
right, so tell me about the importance of this ball game because we know now, right now, your tie with East Hall is what's going to happen. Well, I mean, uh, if we can win tonight and uh, East Hall can win, we'll, we'll remain tied. And uh, that'll make Tuesday night really big for us. And if we can win on Tuesday, then we'll, we'll have a tiebreaker right there uh, with a win against the other side. So uh, it makes, makes it big. If we lose tonight, then... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know where things might fall. All right, from there. so I got a tick. I've got, I got a text message here this afternoon from Sam. I said, Sam, I need your help. Tell me about the tiebreaker. <laughs> and he's got first one is head to head competition. Right, we you, split. You split. Second one is your record against the teams that are a higher seed than you. Right. You it's, split there. It's that's the same. Yeah. Same thing. And then you go to uh, your record against. The other side, but right. the ones that are higher seat, what Sam's got here, I thought was the entire side. Well, I mean, it'll just go from the top to the bottom. So it'll start okay. with the first team. You. you know, North Oklahoma. Okay, so the entire region record, you're tied again with region record. So yeah. that's why Friday is so important. Then the final thing is a coin toss. Yep, after all that, you can't decide who wins and get a coin toss. <laughs> so the thing about you, you know you're playing, you know, uh, next Saturday probably from the standpoint of what happens with that coin toss. You either get the first round by or you're playing here at home, right, next right. Saturday? Right. That's your two options. No two options. And then, But the, the big thing is after that, if you manage to win that first game, then uh, if you're a two, you, you get to play down at Cherokee Bluff. Correct. But if you're a three, you have to go to North Oklahoma. So that's a little different. Yes, that's the big thing, too, uh, about two versus three and one versus four type of thing when it comes to the uh, semifinals of the region tournament, and that's going to be big from that standpoint. So tell me about, we've been talking all season long. Is your, are, you, are you caught it now as a team, caught up with your style? Are you with them? Where's the team right now? Oh, we're, me- we're meshing together. You know, I, I'm trying to learn them, and they're trying to still learn me. I, it's never a finished product. Um, pressure defense and, you know, running and jumping and different things like that, it's a, it's a field thing more than anything. It's just something that you have to be a part of in order to know. You know, there's times when when you should jump and the other guy should get out and go find the next guy. But there's times when you should jump and actually trap and then everybody else rotates off that. And that's a, that's a field thing. And they just have to get a, a sense of that, you know, from playing over the spring and summer as well. So, you know, we're, we're going to do the best we can with, with what we're given. We're, we're making no excuses over here. Well, the thing about it is you, you can see the progression of the team and they're getting better yes. with, getting toward the postseason. Yes. I mean, I mean, you can just look at the teams that we've played. I mean, every team that we played the first time through, second time through we were better against them and um, even the other side the top three teams every time we played one the, the score was a little bit closer and a little bit closer um, you know so we're, we're, we're trending in the right direction we just you know sometimes progress isn't as fast as some people would want and, but that's okay you know well again for example time. Tuesday that was a lot of fun as I mentioned the broadcast about that single overtime again and it, it, <laughs> you almost made it to that point we Tuesday did. night we did. we did we did not play well offensively on Tuesday night at all we played well defensively we held them to 59 points but we only put up 53 so it's hard to beat good teams when you only score 53 points yep and so you got it's basically you got different players contributing like, like Tuesday night it was Luke right. one of his best times I've seen him in a long long time right and then you know it's you know, the injury bug has been a part of our program all year. We've had several people that have been out. You know, JT missed a whole bunch of time, and then he gets back, and, you know, Cooper's out now, and, and he's missed. See, he's been out since Lanierland, and then now Mike is out. So, uh, I mean, it's just like a revolving door, but I'm sure everybody else has that, that same issue. You just have to. So what's their status? Are they going to be able to come back, the ones that are injured? Um, 
Michael may be able to come back next week. You know, it just depends. Ankles are tricky. Um, oh, sure. You, know, you get them better and you make one little small move the wrong way, you tweak it again and, you know, you're out again. So you just hope and pray that, you know, it heals up as best it can and he can he can go out there and contribute. So tell me about this Eastern side team and how do you match up with them and Coach Marine's team? Well, I mean, it, it's a good, it's a well-coached team, and they uh, they're athletic, and, and they're they have good size, and they shoot the ball really well. So uh, that presents a problem for us. So we have to make sure we rotate well, and we don't have mental lapses on defense, and allow people to get nice, clean looks. We want every look to be contested, and everybody to be boxed out. And, you know, we'll try to beat them down the floor and get some easy buckets if we can. Is that why you won the first game over at East for South earlier this season? Um, I mean, that was a little bit of a transition time for us. We. Uh-huh. We, we kind of made our mind up that we're going to start doing things a different way and we're going to start playing for each other and not not playing for anything else other than trying to score more points than the other team as, as North Hall and not as a person. So after that moment, that's when we started to grow. And, um, you know, the guys really responded well and, and they're showing belief now. It's all about the team, right? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Have a good one tonight. We appreciate right. it very much. Thanks so much. See you next time. Jarvis Davenport joining us here at halftime. We're back in one minute with the second half on 97.5 Glory FM. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. And we're back here at North Hall getting ready for the second half of play of our girls' ball game with East Forsyth leading North Hall 26-24. Takes as long as that first half. Mike will be here at 9 o'clock in this and start the boys' game, maybe. Girls' game, they'll throw it in. East Forsyth has the basketball up by two to start the second half. I'll give you the scores here in just a moment. Isla Hurd has it on the left wing, comes over to this side to Swafford. Swafford hit the go-ahead basket there at the end of the first half. Gives it over to Brundage. Goes away to Hurd. Hurd gets over to the side to Downs. Downs back in the corner. She gets knocked down. That was not Downs. That was uh, Parks that got knocked down. Foul, I think, is going to be on, I think they called on Martha Voxavanos. So that'll be two on Martha, I believe. 26-24, 7.42 and a quarter. He's for South. They throw. Swafford zigged when she should have zagged. And Hurd threw it right over to the end of her bench right there. So it'll be North Hall's basketball. Scoring for North Hall, Satterfield had six in the first, Braylon McCall three, Roxavanos, Athena had seven, Martha had six, and Zara Goss had two. And with three of seven from the line, Mike, and one three-pointer was North Hall in the first half. Braylon McCall goes downstairs. Oh, nice backdoor pass to, over there to Carly Boyd. Zara Goss caught it. They collapsed on her. Carly cuts on the backside, got the bounce pass in the layup. Tied at 26. Morris Swafford has it, left side. Top of the key to Downs. Downs gives it over to Hurd. Back to Downs. Downs. Swafford on the far side. Goes down over there to Brundage. Brundage gets inside to Hurd for three. Hurd knocks it down. 29-26. 
East Forsyth in the first half. Brundage had two. Swafford had five. One for Parks. Athena Voxavanos for three. She misses. Tipped up in the air by Genesis. She goes up for two. No good. Rebound by Swafford on the far side. Swafford comes down the other direction. On the left side. Now she'll hold it up. Bring it back to the top of the key. Comes over to this side. Swap places with Downs. Gives it to Downs up top. Gives it over to Hurd. Hurd for another three. Got partially tipped by Genesis. They got it going to Hurd. Genesis gets the long outlet pass from Braylon. They go down. Genesis gets it. She goes up and misses the easy shot. Athena gets it on the far side. Athena shoot, backs out for a three. Over the top of the rim. No good. Rebounded by Swafford. Isla Hurd has four. Smilnack six. Presley Downs with eight in the first half. They were seven of eight from the line. Had five three-pointers did each for side in the first half. There's another three. That one's good for number 24. Presley Downs in the timeout. Full by Eric Harris. We'll take it with him. We're back in one minute on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL Murrayville, Gainesville. There was the ball game right now, Joe's three-pointers. That's for sure. Eight to one on three-pointers. In the front court now, Athena has it, kicks it back out to Carly Bowen. Carly on the right side, kicks it over here to Genesis, over to Braylon. Braylon for three. Good. Second of the night, both by Braylon McCall. It's a Chris McCall realty three once again. 32-29. Leads for South by three. I'll have heard far side over there to Downs for three. Off the back rim, no good. Actually hit the backboard and came off right to Genesis Satterfield. She gives it to Carly Bowen. Bowen will trot it into the front court. Carly brings it up. Now she'll back it out between the circles now. Carly looks. They're trying to set it up and give it to Athens on this side. Good defense by Downs on the right there. Carly now has it on the side. Gives it to Athens. Who's behind her? Athens drives baseline. Tries to go in. Reverse layup. No good. Rebounded by East for South. Off Zara Goss's hands. Right to Isla Hurd. Hurd gives it over to, to Downs. Downs top of the key. Gives it back over to Parks. Parks for three, and she knocks it down. Seven three-pointers and a timeout by Reed Tipton. It will be a full timeout. We'll take it with us. We're back in one minute for North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. 
I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. <laughs> well, North Hills defense is working inside against the Lady Broncos, but outside they're getting so many shots have outscored North Hall eight to two and three pointers here in the league game. They are, and East Forsyth's doing a nice job. If they miss something inside, they're kicking the right out and getting an open look at it. Nice open look. North Hall has the basketball. Bowen has it in the front court. Carly dribbles over right in the middle. She gives it over to Athena. Right wing. Athena wants to go inside. Does to Genesis. Genesis, good spot up, but she missed the first layup. Got a rebound. Went up. No good. Rebound. East Forsyth. It's knocked away. McCall to Bowen. Bowen will have it. Bring it back outside. I think she does. Gives to Athena. You got a foul. Foul's going to be on number 15, Isla Hurd of East Forsyth. And North Hall will have a basketball. As the clock had reset to 34. I thought it should have been 25, but either way. Braylon McCall has it. Gives it back to Carly Bowen. Top of the key. Carly to Braylon. In the corner. 4-3. Good. Well, That's the corner three by Braylon. That's three for her. Three by Braylon. 35-32 is your score. <laughs> As Chester, he's, he's all, he's going to for South as they bring it up. Is Joe having a golfing fit? Yep, apologize for that. Shot by Hurd. Comes down <laughs> the far side, about three or four whistles, and it's going to be a hell ball between Parks and Athena Voxavanos, and it will be Ace for South basketball under their own goal with 25 on the shot clock. Gives it in. Two downs. Downs over to Hurd. Hurd back to Downs. Downs far side to Swafford. Swafford going to dribble drive, kick it back out midcourt. She's going to throw it over the side and fouled by Genesis Satterfield. And Genesis came up, and the offensive player just kind of got right there in front of her, and Genesis inadvertently fouled her, but it was a foul. Nonetheless, 35-32. Martha V will come in for Carly Bowen. They go in the corner. Went to Smilnack. Smilnack is knocked away out front, and Martha V is going to come up with it. She slid, caught it. Now East for South has the basketball. Very sloppy basketball this evening. Sorry if I offend anybody like that, but it is. It's, it's back and forth pretty sloppy tonight. 35 32, 324 in the quarter. Two point shot by Smilnack is missed. Rebound on the far side by Athena. Boxavano springs it up into the front court. Athena guarded by Downs. They go to Braylon in the corner for three. She knocked that one down, too. Oh, go ahead. Buy some property. That's four Chris McCall really threes. She's on fire tonight. She's the only player from North Hall with a three, but she's hit four of them. Now on the far side, that's going to be number 24 down. She shot a three. No good. Goss got the rebound, and I think she got fouled. That's going to be on Smilnack. That's two on her. Give you an update down at the bluff. It is Cherokee Bluff leading Chester T. 41-36 or four minutes ago in the ball game. Wow. Good ball game down on that end tonight. 
Remember, the War Eagles are undefeated in the region this year. Braylon throws it in. Gets it over to Martha. Martha in the front court now with 247. Try to go inside to Genesis. She goes up and gets another foul on Smilnack. Smilnack turns around, looks at her coach, and says, I'm straight up, but she must have touched an arm or something. Well, That's two in a row on her. So you know good and well. And they're not going to call the boys' game nearly this close as they do. We're going to be here to midnight. Yeah, exactly. Because you know the boys are going to bang. That's right. And Coach Reed Tipton, with the advantage of coaching this, a lot of these girls last year, is pointing to the official, hey, she's doing this. And first week, though, by Genesis is good. He said, she's doing this. you got to watch for this. She's doing this. Yeah. Again, both teams have already been warned here by the officials in the, in the first half of play tonight. Lady Trojans with a one-point lead. Missed that one. Goss got the offensive rebound. Zah turns the circle, goes up, hits the basket, and got fouled. That's on Smilak. That's three in a row. Boy, look at this wow. down court. That will make a difference on the inside game for Coach Tipton's team. Because that will be three or four. He's rubbing his face like, oh, my goodness. You get a rebound off a missed shot. Oh. You get it, and then you're fouled. Let's see what that's really five on Smilnack, they're saying there, Michael. Whoa. Yep, that's five. So I think somebody lost count there, didn't they? Kendall Parks will come back in. She, wow. got, she got three quick ones, you know, right bang, bang, bang here yes. in this quarter. Yes. So uh, I don't know if it's supposed to keep up or what, but she's out. And Parks comes back in. Goss makes the free throw. That's North, a huge loss yep. to the Broncos. North Hall up now 39-35, and Martha Voxavanos will come in for Zara Goss. Good job by Zara that time to keep a put, pivot foot set, square around there, and get the layup in the basket in one. Far side gives it over to Brundage. Back to Swafford on the far side. Three-pointers, good. Nora Swafford. Does that make them? They've only missed nine. one. Nine out of ten or nine out of 11 tonight. Something crazy. 39-38, North Hall. Martha for three. No good. Rebounding by half and a half and a. Throws it back out. Tipped away. And that's going to be a foul on Presley Downs. Well, the one thing about the three-pointers, nope. besides Braylon McCall, nobody's getting a good look for the Lady Trojans. Yep. They're getting great looks for East Forsyth. Yep. That wasn't Downs. That was actually on Nora Swafford. I think that's three on Nora now. She's got to be careful. She's the ball handler. Martha V has the basketball. She's going to try and go in, challenge, challenge them inside. She brings it back out to Carly. Now, Martha, this side for a three-pointer. Good! Martha Voxavanos with a three-pointer. Somebody besides Braylon with a three now. And bring it up east for side. North Hall up by four now. 42-38 with 153 and a quarter. She knocked away out front. Swafford has it. She's going to give it on the far side to Downs. Downs kicks it over here to Parks, to Hurd, back to Hurd. From Brundage, she goes up and under. Good job by Isla Hurd. She stepped through two defenders and got the layup. Nice job by Isla right there. 42 to 40, 130 in the quarter. Martha gives it back to Carly. Carly Bowen, top of the key. Wide open, Martha V for three. In and out, no good. Rebound by Genesis. She goes up and one. Again, that's what Genesis has done. This ball we haven't seen her do all year, Joe. That's a good position for the second look. Now, he just said the foul was on number 10. Genesis made the shot. That can't be right. They don't have a number 10. Buzzy Horn, their number scorekeeper. Yeah, this did. That's what they're saying. Foul was on number three, Ava Brundage. He turned around and had to look and get the number. Sorry. <laughs> the, fa the fa fans from 
Well, needs for side getting on them pretty hard down there. 44 to 40. Hey, Joe. Yep. <laughs> 120 in the quarter. Jennings is trying to complete the old-fashioned three. Can't do it. Rebound on the far side by Parks. Parks tries to set through, and it's going to be a foul on number five, Carly Bowen. Well, was it unnecessary foul by Carly? Yeah, especially 75, 80 feet from the basket. Good gracious. That's three on her. Yep. Isla Hurd will look to throw it in. Hurd looks, looks, looking, looking, looking. Finally throws it in. Genesis knocks it out of bounds. Good hustle by Genesis. Step in front. They'll have it back right there. And Brundage will try and throw it in for the Lady Broncos. Brundage throws it way long to Hurd. Hurd with a snowbird on the other end. Gets the layup. Good. Nice pass by Brundage. Just threw a baseball pass. One hopper down there. Hurd went in, got it, laid it up. Athena into Genesis. She spins one way, then the other back out to, out to Martha. Martha V. This side to Braylon for three. In and out, no good. Rebound the far side by Nora Swalford and a foul on Martha Voxavanos. One of those of you reaching there thinking the ball going to come to you. Nice job by Swalford to reach in there and get control of the basketball real quick. Threes for side. Hurd gets it into Swafford, back to Hurd. Hurd. I'm going to try and double team her in the backcourt. She gets around one of them. Now she just dribble drives on the far side. Good job by Isla. Over here to Swafford. Swafford in the corner. That's over here, number 14. Parks for three, and she got fouled. She missed the shot, and they got fouled by Brayla McCall. So she will go to the line. That's one of those other things, Mike. You don't, you don't ever want to foul a three-point shooter. No, never. Only time you might want to do it is if, it's a, you know, if you're down two or three, or down one or something at the end of the game. That'd be the only time. She hits the first one, trying to complete the new fashion three-point three play with a hat trick from the three-point line. Kendall Parks, one for one on this one. Oh, it bounced off. One for two. Zara Goss will come in for Blayla McCall. So keep your hats on. Yep. You don't have to worry about losing your hats in this one. Next free throw by Parks is up. No good. She's one for three. How about that? Usually they hit two of them anyway. Martha V over to Athena. Athena stalled about a three. Gives it back to Martha from Athena to Zara inside. Zara way outside the block. She turns around and walks with the basketball. East Forsyth will have the basketball. 27 seconds left here in the third quarter. North Hall leads it by one, 44-43. In the corner, give it over to Brundage. Brundage goes over there and it went off of the leg of Kendall Parks. Kendall trying to drift down the lane line on that side, hit it through it low and hit off her ankle and went out of bounds. North Hall will have it with 18 seconds on the clock. Now, Mike, 14, 13, 12, Carly Bowen. Carly Bowen with the basketball. Carly, this side to Martha. Martha with seven. With Athena, no, Carly on the far side, goes into Zara. Zara, nice, tries to go back door to Genesis, and that shot will not be any good. As it went off, I don't think it was late anyway. 44-43, Lady Trojans after three. And we're back to the fourth quarter in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. They get ready for the final eight minutes of play. They're about to wrap things up down at Cherokee Bluff. Upset alert here. Cherokee Bluff leading Chesapeake by one point with 41 seconds to go in the ballgame. Wow. Heck of a ball game down there on the south end of the county this evening. Martha Voxavanos to trigger it in for North Hall into Carly Bowen. Carly will bring it in. 1-3 run defense by the Lady Broncos. Bowen this side. To Athena. Athena V wanted to get it inside to Goss. Not there. Goes back out, way out top to Genesis. Far side, almost on the way. Carly Boyd comes away with it. This side to Athena. Athena wants to dribble drive. She backs out. Shoots a 16-footer. Nothing but air. Hits out of bounds. It'll be changed for South Basketball. She started to drive, and she backed up a step. It was about 16 foot from the basket. Shot it and hit nothing but air on that one, Michael. Not even the rim. Swafford brings it up in hurry. Gives it on the far side to Hurd. Hurd has the basketball back to Swafford. Right wing. Swafford back to Hurd. Keeping their options open. Swafford over here on this side. Now they go in the corner over here. Downs. Downs is going to be a foul on Genesis Satterfield. Genesis came way out on her. And that's going to be a foul on Genesis. First foul here in the fourth quarter. 7-21. Lady Trojans by a point. Tried to get in. Hurd gets it way outside to Brundage. Brundage on the far side to Downs. Downs dribbles over here. Gets to Swafford. Swafford for three. No good back rim. Rebound by Martha. Martha Voxavano. She'll dribble it up with 7-12. Martha over to Athena. Athena wants to take it all the way in. She does get the layup good. 46-43 with 7-0-2 in the quarter. Martha Swafford. Nora Swafford, excuse me. Back to Brundage. Back over to Downs. To Isla. Isla Hurd comes down this side. Pulls it back out. Gives it off to Downs. Downs for three. Back board. Good. She didn't call glass, but they still give her three on that one. Well, back in the day, we teased each other. If you hit glass and didn't call it, it didn't count. That three-pointer, and Martha. No, that was Athena Voxavanos knocks one down. That's her first of the game. 49-46. That's six for North Hall, nine I got for the Broncos. Hurd to Swafford. Swafford thought about a three, gives it back to Hurd. Hurd's going to give it to Brunnish far side. Brunnish way out top to Swafford for three. No good. Rebound by Goss. Goss, and it's going to be a hell ball between Goss and Brunnish. Good call by the official. Hesitated there. It should have been called a little earlier, but either way, Genesis Satterfield will come out. Sally Davidson will come in the game for the Lady Trojans. Decent crowd here on both sides tonight. Not nearly four. Good to see here on a Friday night in January. Beautiful day outside. Back out there to Downs. Downs is sort over to Swafford. Swafford goes in the corner to 
Parks, Parks back outside to Downs for three. Downs knocks down another one. That's ten. Three-pointer on the night for the Lady Broncos. Six minutes left. Athena, she'll shoot a three. Good. That's seven for North Hall, Joe. 52-49. Two for Anthony. Did we just see a three-point contest the rest of the way? Good gracious, alive. Swafford goes in for two. No good. She threw it up right down the far side by Downs. Went up and and contested between Downs and Davidson. There's going to be a foul, I think, on Sally. No, it's going to be on Carly Bowen. That's four. Okay. That one's on Carly. Yep, four on Carly. 52-49, 5.44 and a quarter. Isla Hurd throws it deep in the corner to Downs. Shot it, no good. Rebound by Carly Bowen. Bowen up to Voxavanos. Martha over to Athena. Athena spots up, shoots a three. She's feeling it now, Joseph. Timeout. That's three (laughs) for Voxavanos. They saw the timeout. Coach Herrick wanted it. He got it. It's going to be a short one, I think. I think a short one. Let's see what he does. We'll keep it right full. Here. He says full right there. All right, let's yeah. do it. We'll take it with you. Back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewel Parkway. Eat more chicken. You'll be back. Yeah, we are back. Oh, I'm sorry. Though. All right. Sorry about that. The Back here at East for South has the basketball after the timeout. 55-49 North Hall with a six-point advantage. I think that might be the biggest of the night. It is. They drive the baseline on the far side of foul, either on Goss or Davidson. As nice job by Kendall Parks to take it to the hole that time. Yeah, foul's going to be on Zara Goss. Genesis Satterfield will come back in after the first free throw. Kendall Parks will be at the line for two. Kendall, a senior. You're about to see an upset down at Cherokee Bluff, Joe. First free throw by Parks is good. Genesis Satterfield will come in the game for Sally Davidson. Referee going to come over and explain what he had to Coach Herrick. 56-49. Missed that one. In and out. Zara Goss has the board. Gives it to Carly Bowen. Carly Bowen with 513. Brings it into the front court. Carly gives it over to Martha. Martha Voxavanos, right wing. Martha back to Carly Bowen, top of the key. Goes down to Zara Goss. Back out to Martha for three. In and out. No good. Rebound. And it's going to be a foul on North Hall as Genesis was going in. Good job by number 14. Kendall Parks right there to block Genesis out just enough to draw the foul right there. On Genesis. It's going to be close to three or four on Genesis also. Five minutes remaining. Five-point advantage for the Lady Trojans. Swafford with the basketball. Gives it to Hurd. Hurd knocked away. Finally, North Hall comes up with it. That's going to be Athena. Athena in the front court. Knocked away from behind. Good job by East Forsyth. It's going to be a foul. 
I think. But on who? Officials going to come out. No, it's a hell ball is what he called. My bad, folks. I thought he had a foul wave of his motions there, but it was a hell ball that East Forsyth was able to take care of, and North Hall has possession. Carly Bowen gets it. Gives it back to Martha in the corner. Martha dribbles from the left side towards the right side. Gives it to Carly, top of the key. Carly, walk with the basketball. And Joseph Final up to the second place. Cherokee Book defeats Chesapeake, handing the Lady Warriors their first loss of the season. Reason play 46 43. But Chesapeake still wins the regular season sub region championship. How about that? They'll go the other way. Swaffer will have it. Gives it over here to Parks. Out front to Hurd. Hurd out front to Brundage. Brundage dribbles towards the middle. Dribble drive. She lost control of it. Give me a foul on Zara Goss at 421. Again, the importance of this ball game, Cherokee Bluff will be the number two team. Both the Bluff and the Lady Warriors get a first-round bye in the playoffs. Winner of this game will be the host team in the first-round games on Friday. I think I said that's four on Zara. Uh, Braylon McCall comes back in for Martha V. And Brundage will be at the line for two. That's five fouls on the Lady Trojans. So East Forsyth will shoot one or two shots the rest of the way. There's no team fouls on the Lady Broncos. With 421 left here in the quarter. She hits the first one, 55 51. Does Brundage. You'll be careful with it too because you're going to need some fouls if you right. fall behind here in the last few minutes. For sure. Free throws up. No good. Rebounded. Knocked out of there. Five. Zara comes away with it. Zara gives it to Carly Bowen. Carly will dribble in to the front court. 413. Left in regulation. Half and a V. She's going to drive baseline. Takes it all the way in. Layup's good. She beat her man, went down there and on the baseline, went up with the right hand, 57-51. Good job by Athens. She's done that a couple of times here in the last quarter. Gives over to Hurd. Hurd swivels there in the middle, goes up with a little right hand, left hand, excuse me, misses it, no good, rebounded by Downs. Downs gets it out to Brundage. Brundage thought about it, pulls it out, gives it back to, to Parks. Parks far side, gives it to Downs. Downs to Brundage. Brundage in the middle. Gives it back to Downs. Downs going to take it in the middle. That was actually Isla Hurd. Isla Hurd beat her man and went to the basket and got the layup. 57-53. One of the few shots inside them all night long. Isla just took it and went all the way to the basket there from the free throw line. Two dribbles and the layup. 57-53. Lady Trojans with a four-point lead. 322. The bounce pass down to Satterfield. She has it. Trying to do something with it. She throws it to Zara right in the middle of the lane. Gives it over to Carly. Carly gets the layup. Zara had a shot right from about 12 feet. She saw Carly bank shot from about three. Gave it to Carly, and she knocked it down. 59-53. Nora Swaffer comes in with the left hand. Is sweeping the layup good. 59-55-256. Bowen into the front court. Bowen looking to give it to a cutter. Gives it on the far side to Athena. Athena. She's going to shoot a three in and out. No good. Rebound way outside. Who picks that? It's going to be a travel. And she caught it and took two steps. That's a good call by the official. Alla Heard caught it, came down, and took two more steps. She may not have realized it. And it's going to be a timeout 30 seconds by Eric Herrick right there. So he's going to be down to one timeout. The Lady Broncos have three. That could be a big difference if the Lady Broncos make a run here too, Michael. It sure could, Joe. Again, the way the sub-region standings are, number one is Chesapeake, number two is Cherokee Bluff. These two teams are three and four. East Hall is five. Johnson is six. And Johnson will play the number three team. East Hall will play the number four team next Friday night. And Joe and I will be with you either here or at East Forsyth 
coming up next Friday night. We'll wrap things up on Tuesday. We'll be in Oakwood as West Hall takes on Gilmer in a Region 7 AAA game. You'll hear that game starting at 545, the pregame show. Tip will be at 6 p.m. on Tuesday here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's right down there in your backyard, isn't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> Short ride home after the game. For Mike, anyway. 59-55, 244 in the quarter. Lady Trojans with a lead, four points. All ball be it slim. I think they've only led by, what, as much as eight tonight. Lady Broncos by as much as eight or nine tonight. They got by eight. Yep. Braylon gets it into Carly. Almost threw it out of bounds over here in front of the bench. Carly Bowen brings it to the top. Got a new shot clock. She's going to shoot a three. Carly Bowen is off the rim. No good. Rebound went up high. Brundage got it. Almost knocked away. Swafford has it. Swafford runs it into the front court. Carly Bowen ran up behind her, but she got away from her. Heard. Far side to Downs for three. No good. Rebound far side. It's going to be Martha Lux. All right. Athena. Athena gives it to Braylon for a lay. Oh, she hit the underneath of the rim. No good. And a foul. <laughs> and a foul on Braylon McCall. I think that's five. I think so, Joe. Let's see. Yep. Official school kicker, Ms. Smallwood's holding up her hand. Five fouls. So that'll be five on her, and they'll go to the line for two more. 59-55, 2.15 left in regulation. The Cedric Lawson is for North Hall, losing Braylon. Yep. It's one of those when she was hitting the threes, it's kind of like just give it to her every time, get her open and let her shoot it, you know. 2.15 in the quarter. And you have, I guess, Downs. Yeah, Downs is shooting the Presley Downs, shooting the free throws. The first one is good. They cut it to three. With 215, well, at the half, Mike, they were 7 of 8 from the free throw line, so they've done pretty good shooting the free, throw, the free ball tonight. Second one, front rim, no good. Rebound by Satterfield. Gives it off to Bowen. Bowen will bring it up. Genesis over here to Athena. Athena thought about a three, pulls it back outside, way outside. Goes inside to Genesis, who went to the basket. Good layup. I was about to say, go inside. There she was for two. Yep, 61-56. Under two minutes now, 156. And give it back to Swafford. Swafford to Hurd. Hurd goes in for a layup. No good. And Athena Voxavanos is going to pick that one up. Athena, not sure if that's two or three. Four is what I'm seeing on the official scorekeeper. No, North Hall getting in deep foul trouble now. And again, the Broncos are not. Yeah. They're, I mean, they've had one girl foul out, but I think that was one of those somebody didn't tell Coach Reed on that one. Look, you look at the team fouls this quarter. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, five to one. Or, well, probably four net. Free throw's good. 61-57. There's still no team fouls according to that. On Correct. Side. Exactly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry for the call again, ladies and gentlemen. Second one by Hurd is up. Good. Cut it to three. 61-58. 149 in the game. In regulation anyway. Martha V brings it up on the, in the front. Gives it to Carly Bowen right side. Carly Zara goes way out front. Zara, one dribble to this side, gives it back to Martha. Martha dribbles to the top, gives it to Athena. Athena thought about throwing a quick foul right there as Athena started to make a move. The foul's going to be on 15. Isla Hurd. That's for her, isn't it? I think they're saying that might be three or four on her. Well, looking down at the official scorekeeper for them. That's three or four on her. I'm thinking four. Yep. 61-58, 132. Bowen with the basketball. Bowen dribbles, gives it to Athena. Got an illegal screen on Zara or Carly right there, the way they move, move the basketball. If Carly Bowen, five. and that's five on Carly. 
That's a big loss. You get lose Braylon McCall. Now you lose Carly Bowen. Lauren Hemmer, a sophomore, will come in to handle the basketball now. She might play the two guard and let Athena handle it. It's not a shooting free throw. Nora Swafford brings it up. Nora, far side, dribbles, gives it over to Brundage. Brundage gives it over to this side to Hurd. Hurd's going to take it to the basket, go up, gets partially blocked, knocked away, rebounded by Brundage. Oh, no. And she did it, and she did it, and realized she did it, and a technical foul on Zara Goss. Zara traveled with the basketball, and still waiting on the pitcher. She just threw the basketball on the inline and picks up a technical foul. Uh, that's a discipline mistake right there. That does not happen. Well, and that's a personal also. So that's five on Zara. Excuse me. So she'll come out of the ball game. So the game, two fouls on her. Yep, that's five on her. And that might determine the ball game right there. Because the Broncos will get free throws and the ball. So let's see who shoots the free throws for East for five. Swafford hit the first one. She'll have one more. Cuts it to two. She's going to cut it to one. If she makes this one. Oh, off the backboard, no good. 61-59. Now they got to shoot. That was the technicals is what that was. Yep. Now they'll have the basketball at midcourt. They can take it tight or take the lead with 111 left right here, Michael. And get it into Hurd. Hurd has it. Brings it over to the near side. Dribbles back to the middle. She's going to spin in the middle. Kick it out here to Parks. Parks shot a three. No good. Rebounded by Bru- by Swalford. She shot a short two. No good. Rebounded in there by East Forsyth. They had it way out front. Brundage to Parks. To Swafford, to Hurd, back to Downs out front. Downs to Hurd. Hurd, long pass far side, gets it over to Downs. Downs has it. Swafford, she dribble drives, kicks it outside to Hurd for three. No good. Rebound by Genesis on it. Uh, East for South is on it. They throw it away. Martha Voxavanos comes up with it. With 30 seconds left, shot clock is off. North Hall does not have to shoot the ball, and that's the first foul on East for South. Now, East has got a foul. That's their second this quarter. North Swafford committed the foul. North Hall has, still has to bring him the link or get it in and only has 10 seconds to get it across the midcourt line. And Coach Reed Tipton will take a full timeout. We'll keep it right here, Joe. And, again, you see the importance of this ball game. they still got two more fouls they got to give before they get North Hall yep. back to the free throw line. Exactly, exactly. And Four. time will run out on them. The Broncos have two timeouts left. Lady Trojans have one timeout left. Lady Trojans with a slim two-point lead, 61-59. And he's had a chance to even take the lead of those three-point mm-hmm. shots they had on the other end a moment ago. Yep, they did. North Hall's had a chance to, to stretch the lead out there a couple times and even missed a couple of easy layups. But, you, had, but you've had three players foul out of this ball game now for North Hall. Yep. So uncharacteristic for the team. Yep. Three tough ones, too, with both uh, Carly Bowen and Braylon McCall, basically the two ball handlers. And then Zara Goss, who actually Zara only had two points at halftime, but she's played a pretty good ball game tonight. But they got to get inbounds. That's a big thing mm-hmm. here at this timeout. Got to get it inbounds, and then you got 10 seconds once it's inbounds to get it across midcourt. Of course, Reed Tipton going out clapping his hands, giving his team some energy. He knows just as much as Mr. as anybody how huge this basketball game is for his team. They'll go for the steal first. He'll throw it in. Hemmer's throwing it in. Hemmer finds 
Athena. Athena, they'll foul Athena on the far side. That's three. And that's Norris Swafford says, I had all ball, but evidently the referee saw you had that. But he knows what you're doing. So it's a foul. That'll be three. You can give one more. Now we've got a, we're going to have another timeout. Let's see what he's doing. No. Now, he's going to have another timeout by Coach what? Reed Tipton. No, that's five. Excuse me. That's five on Swafford, that's Mike. That's it was. Yeah. yeah. And then number 20, Polly Flack will come in again. First action for Polly tonight for the Lady Broncos. So that's Fine. five players who have fouled this ball game. You get it in, they just push Martha Voxavano. She, she caught it. That'll be 14 fouls, and they'll do it one more time with 24.3. The next time, North Hall will go the line to shoot two. Good strategy by Reed Tipton. Mm-hmm. Lauren Hemmer to throw it in. She gets it into Athena. They foul her from behind. Foul's going to be on Isla Hurd, I believe. I got her for yep. five now. Let's see if it is. Is that yeah. four or five for Isla? That's five according to their scorekeeper. That's what I got. Yeah. So that five. makes six players who have fouled out the game. <laughs> Three for each team. Nathan will go the line for two. Kaylee Rouse, a freshman, <clears throat> will come in the game now. Older sister. It's been a long time since I've seen six players foul a ball game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been a while. Athens at the line, shooting two. They're up by two, North Hall is. The first one is good. They're up three now, 62-59. This is the big one right here. It's a two-possession game. 22.9. North Hall really doesn't need to make a foul when they come down. Regardless if you're up three or four, would be nice to be up four right now for a North Hall fan. Free throws up. Good. She what's hit the, them both. What's the full court pressure, though? Yep. Nope. North Hall's dropping back. Wow. To midcourt. <clears throat> Hammer's going to be right there. A 1-3 run at midcourt. They'll get it in to Downs. They're going to roll it in. Hammer comes up and her makes her pick it up. Downs kicks it, brings it in. Get it over on the far side to Parks. You got to hurry. Get it over to the new girl to send the game. That was Rouse. She went up, partially blocked, no good. North Hall up by four. And now number 24, Presley Downs, a foul in the backcourt. And after the box models will go the line to shoot two more with nine seconds, and that should seal it right there. Yep, could very well do it. So North Hall can win it from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. And clinch the number three seed. Athen at the line. Nine seconds exactly. 63-59. 64-59. She's hit three in a row for the Lady Trojans. Up five now. And right here, the Lady Trojans really can come over here to the bench and leave it alone because the time they get it down there, and unless Reed calls another timeout, hits them both. 65-59, a six-point advantage. They got it in, in the game. Downs bringing it down in a hurry. She's going to go towards the basket, pull up and shoot a short one. No good. Rebound by, tipped up by Downs. She got it. Kicks it over there to Flack. Shot a three, no good. Final, 65-59, North Hall with the win. So North Hall clinches the number three seed in the sub-region standings. Join our back in two minutes. Wrap it up for you on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. And we're back here at North High School Lincoln Trail Court. North Hall wins by a score of 65 to 59 after East Forsyth held a two-point lead at halftime. 26-24, big story of the ball game really was the number of players that fouled out, three for each team. Six players fouling out of this ball game that went an hour and 35 minutes at a time this evening, including the halftime. A very long game, but a very exciting game for you. So now, the standings are complete. Number one on the girls' side in Region 8, Quad 8, and the North Sub Region will be Chesity, which lost their game to Cherokee, but it didn't matter. They finished at 9-1 and one in the Sub Region as Chesity wins the Sub Region Championship. They'll be the number one seed, and they will get a first round bye and play at home on Monday, February 12th in the semifinals of the tournament. While Cherokee Bluff will finish second, they will be at home after receiving a first round bye. They'll be also at home in the first round, like a semifinals, I should say, of the tournament on February the 12th. And then North Hall will finish third. They'll play here next Friday in the opening round of the tournament against Johnson, which will finish sixth. East Forsyth will finish fourth. They will take on East Hall in the first game here next Friday night here on 97.5 Glory FM. So we'll have East Forsyth and East Hall in game one, North Hall and Johnson in game number two with the winners who advance to the semifinals of the region tournament coming up on Monday the 12th. They'll wrap up the season on Tuesday as North Hall will go on the road to Walnut Grove and it will be Seconder taking on East Forsyth to wrap up the regular season. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be interesting to see if these two teams can advance on the state playoffs. Yeah, it will. You know, right now, you know, the, the, the I'll just go ahead and say it, the sloppiness of the ball handling tonight for both teams early on and up, in, up into the third quarter, really the entire game uh, could, could could wind up hurting them late late in the season here. Uh, and they got to take care of the basketball. And like I said during the broadcast, Mike, both teams were trying to rush a lot tonight. They're trying to rush it with, with 25, 20. They'll get it in the front court, and then they're trying to rush them with – 
well over 20 seconds still on the shot clock. They got plenty of time left. I don't understand that. To me, the two things that really gave North Hall the victory tonight <laughs> was that timeout that Coach Harry called. You and I were talking about when they going to quit shooting threes. They started going inside the yep. Genesis there yep. in the second quarter four straight times. Mm -hmm. They wonder if she scored three times. She fouled one time, mm -hmm. and then they were, they were up by a point. Then East for South got a three ball there to end the first half. But then they only had one three-pointer in the first half. They'd come out in the third quarter, and they lit it up, yep. and that's what helped them. Yep. They wound up, uh, North Hall wound up uh, hitting eight three-pointers on the night, seven in the second half, one in the first. Uh, East Forsyth hit five in the first half, six in the second half for 11 total on the night. Uh, scores for East Forsyth, you had Brundage had three, Swalford had 11, Parks had seven, uh, six for Smilnack, 15 for Isla Hurd, and 17 for Presley Downs. They were 14 to 21 from the free throw line. North Hall on the other side, Carly Bowen had four. Uh, Zara Goss had five. Martha Voxavanos had nine. Three in double figures. Jensen Satterfield, 11. Braylon McCall, 12. Athena Voxavanos, 24, 17 in the second half. And that was also a big thing. Once It seemed like once Braylon started getting three-pointers, then here come Athena. Yeah. She was able to get better looks. Yeah. They were, they were trying to trigger over too much on her because Avenue had been missing. Then she got some open looks. They were North Hall was 6 of 8 in the uh, second half. Free throw line 9 of 15 for the game. So they shot it better in the second half than the charity strike. All right. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM between games, we'll talk to one of the doctors from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. Then we're ready for the boys' ball game with East Forsyth and North Hall on 97.5 Glory FM. <laughs> Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. We're back on 97.5 Glory FM talking with one of the doctors from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We're talking with Dr. Brett Meeks, one of the surgeons there. And Dr. Meeks, enjoyed talking with you last time. Tell me about some of the more specific injuries that you see people that walk into your clinic there in Gainesville. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> thanks, Mike. I think um, you know, one of the most common injuries I see um, as a sports medicine surgeon <clears throat> is certainly an ACL tear, an ACL rupture. <clears throat> it's one of the most common surgeries I perform is ACL reconstruction. Um, and that's very common during, you know, football and basketball season, but really any cutting and pivoting sport, you know, so including lacrosse, uh, volleyball, soccer, um, these are very common injuries. And they certainly get a lot of press, um, you know, whether that's with uh, high school, collegiate, and even professional athletes. But um, typically, you know, we, we see those injuries, and um, the goal is to, to have the patient appropriately rehabbed, um, have the swelling down. Um, sometimes we send patients to physical therapy before surgery just to make sure their motion's appropriate. 
And we like to get those folks in, into the uh, operating room within usually three months of the injury, um, but oftentimes much quicker than that. So we like to try to get those folks back to, to competing and getting back to uh, what they love to do as soon as possible. Do we see the different injuries, say, in girls basketball players and boys basketball players? So with the twisting, we've seen girls just barely move from left to right, and all of a sudden the knee just goes, or with a, with a guy, they may be diving for a basketball, for example, and all of a sudden they start grabbing their knee, something like that might happen, or a rebound, they may land wrong, and all of a sudden it seems like the, the knee might pop, that kind of thing. What do you usually see when it comes to that? Yeah, typically, you know, I think, you know, a landing, twisting injury with sort of a, uh, we call it a, a valgus moment to the knee where the knee sort of starts to kind of go in towards the midline with the foot planted. Um, that's a very common mechanism of injury. There are certain um, anatomic factors that can predispose patients to injuries, but I think really just that, that kind of pivoting, twisting injury, whether male or female, it's just kind of that right, that right movement that can uh, tear, the, tear the ACL. And most, um, most athletes will you know, report that they hear a pop, a loud pop in the knee, followed by immediate pain and swelling. Uh, a lot of times difficulty bearing weights. And so that's probably the most common um, story that we hear from our athletes. Are there different treatments for maybe a slight tear compared to a, a total tear of one of the ligaments? Yeah, so typically <clears throat> I would tell you far and away the most common thing we see is a complete ACL rupture. Um, but, you know, there are, there are scenarios where the, the ACL can be partially torn. Um, but then the question becomes, is it functionally competent, right? So a lot of times if it's over two-thirds torn, it's really not doing its, its job as far as um, preventing that uh, sort of uh, movement uh, of the um, uh, shin bone towards the front. It can't, it kind of can't control the knee like it's supposed to. Um, and so um, in those folks, you know, we basically consider that as a uh, complete ACL tear, even though it's, for all intents and purposes, over two-thirds torn. So that's something that, you know, if, if if we try to uh, treat that conservatively and they're still having pain and instability, you know, then that's something we um, can evaluate with an arthroscopic procedure, but ultimately usually ends up with an uh, uh, ACL reconstruction during surgery. All right, and you can do the reconstruction arthroscopically, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So the, the arthroscopic part basically means we make, you know, small minimally invasive poke holes, with, uh, whether it's in the knee or the shoulder, um, and we put a camera into the knee joint or the shoulder joints, and we're able to kind of drive that camera around and, and use instruments through all these different portals. Um, that helps us um, try to be as minimally invasive as possible but still still be able to do everything we need to do inside the knee or, or the shoulder. And that helps with rehab too, right? That's correct, yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of advancements with the arthroscopic surgery, and, um, you know, a lot of studies uh, basically show with – you know, whatever procedure you're talking about, whether it's um, a rotator cuff or, or you know, ACL surgery, a lot of times you know, patients can recover quicker as opposed to a big uh, open procedure with a large incision. So what's the common recovery time for an athlete, and do you let them go back in into the particular sport after so many weeks or months? Yeah, so you know, just using the most common example of um, an ACL reconstruction, um, recovery time is it's a long road with an ACL reconstruction. Um, it's a nine to twelve month uh, uh, recovery time to return to sport, and um, we always give patients that range from nine to twelve months. Some some patients that are motivated are are ready to return at nine months, but some take up to twelve, and and that really depends on how well they rehab with their physical therapist and how quickly uh, they can strengthen their quadriceps muscle and, and do some different testing to to kind of make sure they're safe to return and they're not predisposing themselves to a you know, subsequent uh, ACL injury. So tell me where your office is located, sir. 
Yeah, so my office is located in Gainesville uh, in Medical Park 1. Um, I see patients there off of Jesse Jewell. Um, I'm there typically about two days a week in Gainesville, um, and then I also see patients in Dawsonville um, off of uh, 400. And I'm usually in Dawsonville one day a week, and um, my remaining time I'm in the operating room usually. My thanks to Dr. Rhett. Thanks for joining us here from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We've got much more for you coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 27 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's home, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. 